This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Anyway, my next guest is one of my favorite TV personalities. And one of my favorite guys, quite frankly. You know, he's one of the guys in the business that when you text him, he gets right back to you. He doesn't have to. Guy worked for Donald Trump. He's got a very successful 6 p.m. weeknight show on Newsmax. Author, great dancer, Dancing with the Stars, all that. But he's a good guy. And he, uh, he's on this show quite a bit, making a return to the Bernie and Sid show. Newsmax star, Sean Spicer. Sean, how are you, buddy? Good, Sid. I didn't know that I couldn't, I didn't have to return your text. I thought that I had to. That's why I, mean, I didn't know I had a choice. <laughs> no, listen, your, your colleague, Greg Kelly, who actually works at the station with me, and I love dearly, he never returns a text. I mean, never. Uh, he, he, well, no, he just doesn't know how. I'm working on it with him. It's, it's not that he keeps saying to me, what am I supposed to do? Do I hit return? So we're working on it. And then next week, next week we're getting him a Facebook page. He's got Twitter down, as you know. Greg's very good at Twitter, yes, he but is. one platform at a time. Yes, he's great at Twitter. You're right about that. He is. You're everywhere like I am. So, you know, one of the things I want to get to is uh, Lindsey Graham, Sean. I love Lindsey Graham, I know he had the fights with Trump way back when, and Trump even uh, published his cell phone number, got ugly. He was a never-Trumper. Now he loves Donald Trump. But he said something a couple of days ago, and I want your opinion on this. I don't know how it helps people like us. Here was Lindsey Graham's comments on if, in fact, Donald Trump got um, indicted. Here's his comment. Lindsey Graham. Most Republicans, including me, believes when it comes to Trump, uh, there is no law. It's all about getting him. There's a double standard when it comes to Trump. What happened with Hunter Biden is that the FBI weighed in to make sure a story didn't break for the 2020 election. We now have whistleblowers at the FBI telling Senator Grassley that they were told to slow down and back off Hunter Biden. And I'll say this. If there's a prosecution of Donald Trump for mishandling classified information, after the Clinton debacle, which you presided over and did a hell of a good job, there'll be riots in the streets. So the first three quarters, Sean, I loved it. Couldn't agree more. But why would he say there'll be riots in the streets? We don't do that. Democrats do that. Did I lose Sean? Sorry about that, Sid. Uh, no, I, I get your point. I, I, I wish he hadn't said that because I think if people get upset, and they will, that everyone's going to point back and say, see, Lindsey Graham right. promoted this or support. And that wasn't his intent. And, and we all know that. So I just, but the, the, we are, hell, I mean, the point that he was getting to his entire interview there, and I, I assume that was with Ted Cruz uh, or something on his podcast. It sounded yep. like you were talking to a colleague. Yep. Um, what, what sort of he was getting at, it's true, is there is a double standard. And so the Democrats and their other leftists go out and, you know, riot, riot and then create violence and, uh, destroy and vandalize cities throughout the country in the summer of 2020. Nothing happens, and then uh, and and yet the way Republicans are held um, are, are to a much different standard. No one talks about the violence and the cost uh, and the destruction that occurred on those days, but they'll talk about everything that happens with respect to, to January 6. I I've been very clear on my thoughts on January 6, but I, I I think that it's we are held to a different standard, and so. Um, so that's, that's the reality is that it, what happens is now people are going to turn around and say, oh, well, you know, uh, Lindsey Graham, he, um, he, he made it clear that, that, uh, that 
this was going to happen and when someone gets upset. But the reality is, is that we, I think we got to get, take it back a step and say the idea that we're going after former presidents for this is pretty insane. Um, by every account, the president was working for him. They, they knew that they were working with him. They, they had known all of these documents were there for weeks, if not months, and they did nothing except for at one point call and say, hey, can you uh, put a lock on some of that stuff? That doesn't sound to me like um, like uh, uh, something that merits a raid. It's like if he was stonewalling or something, I, maybe, but that's not what was happening. And so the, the, they have a lot of explaining to do, and I just – I'm amazed at, at the lack of concern about this. But again, when it comes to Trump, it's all fair game, and that's the point that Lindsey was making. No, there's no doubt, uh, Spice. I mean, look, I, and I played some stuff today from guys like Jim Trusty and Jonathan Turley. You can't help but bring up Hillary Clinton, Sean, when you're talking about this Trump situation, right? They raid his house when he's cooperating, and, and they don't even tell you what the hell they're looking for. Here you've got Hillary Clinton subpoenaed those thousands and thousands of emails that she bleached, and Jim Comey let her walk away. You cannot bring up one without the other. So after what they did with Hillary Clinton— how could they look at you straight in the face and make any, any real, real thought on what they've done to Donald Trump? How could they do that? Well, so there's a couple things that are important to understand about the Hillary case. Number one, Jim Comey said at the time, which he had no authority to do, but whatever, let's just take it as what it is. He said the reason that we're not going forward with this is because no prosecutor would move forward with this. Okay, so then let's look at what Hillary Clinton did. She had all of her information on a secret server which is vulnerable to attack. She, in fact, we know this because it ended up on Anthony Weiner's computer as well. Right. So we know, we know that, that it was vulnerable and that it was shared, and yet nothing was done in that case. In Trump's case, he was the former president. He was entitled to stuff. Um, he could declassify it. There's an argument there. But I think that – and again, this isn't excusing it. I just want to make sure I've been around classified information for over 20 years. It's classified for a reason. Um, but I also think what's there and what matters, like there's a lot of stuff that was in a story yesterday that divided it up into the categories. So you've got sensitive, confidential, secret, top secret, and then SDI. The bulk of this stuff is in the confidential. When I say bulk, like 75% is in the secret and confidential. That is stuff like um, personal information. So it's Sid's birthday and his address and right. stuff that you know the government has, has agreed to protect. So, and I'm not minimizing this. Don't get me wrong. I just don't want people saying, "Oh, Spicer saying that you know this isn't a big deal." But I'm saying that like let's just be clear as to like what it was. And so the president has a bunch of stuff in a box. The question is, is this like the new codes, or is this like a bunch of documents where it's an it's a transcript of a conversation he had with a foreign leader? So it's not like it's it's that sensitive or protected in the first place, and there was a readout of the call, but. The way the government does things, those kind of calls are X. So I don't know, but I think part of it does matter what it is. Yeah. No, of course it does. This is uh, my friend Sean Spicer, 6 p.m. weeknights, Newsmax, Lindsey Keith. Sean, uh, I'm going to ask you to make a prediction. Said just real quick, we wanted to make sure that I know that you have a very busy afternoon. We we did at Newsmax move up the show to 5 o'clock. Oh, that's uh, right. Because apparently there was a conflict with your viewing schedule. We wanted you to be able to watch the show. That's right. Uh, I so, knew that. I knew so, that already. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm I mean, sorry. Look, I, I, feel, I, I feel bad if we did all this and, and you didn't know about it. So, funny. so yeah, I knew it that. Was, it was just, 
I yeah, did know yeah. that. I've been used to saying it for a couple of years, you know. I know, I know. <laughs> but, but then I was getting the I was getting the complaints about you wanted to get to that all you can eat buffet real early. So I said, well, we'll move up the thing so that you can get the senior discount. I know how it goes. I'm there. <laughs> Plus, I'm dying to come on the show to promote the book. Obviously, I know Greg right. moved. Greg moved to ten o'clock. You moved to five o'clock. I got all that. But uh, I'm going to ask you to make a prediction. Now, it's not as easy as predicting a Patriot football game, which you've done many times in the past. But it's probably more important, Sean Spicer, and that is, what do you think happens here with Donald Trump at the end of the day? What happens? Well, so let's start with the easy. I think he's running. There's no question about that. The big question is, will he be indicted? Um, And I I just I have to think that the DOJ is getting so brazen that they wouldn't have gone this far. Uh, Although this is the whole thing that's weird about this to me is nothing in the documents. It's not like Trump did any of the stuff. There was an aide or somebody that did it right. He's the president, the former president of the United States. It's not like he's boxing up stuff himself. So the question is, does the DOJ ultimately go after you know, an aide to Trump, somebody else, um, because it's not like he personally did anything. So I I will be intrigued to see how that plays out. Um, But I think he is running. I think ultimately they try to find a way to slap him on the wrist because their goal here is to dirty him up so that Republican voters are more concerned about going with him in in a primary. Um, But it is unbelievable that we are at this point um, after hearing about all this, you know, baloney at the beginning about not politicizing DOJ. Remember, when Trump got into office and he had said stuff like people were chanting, lock her up, and people said, you don't go after your political enemy. That's not who we are as a country because they were worried that Trump would go after Hillary Clinton. That was so unbelievable. Oh, the left went nuts. They were like, you can't do that. That's just not who we are as a country. That's crazy. And now they want to go after a former president. Yep. I mean, I, I just, it is unbelievable. All those people who were so worried about going after Hillary Clinton for a, for something that was very clear, a clear, very clear violation, said you don't do that. When when James Comey got caught doing the very similar thing, everybody said, no, 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 you, we don't prosecute for this. Now that it's Donald Trump, oh my God, of course we do. This is totally different. Every time I hear someone on the left say it's different, I ask why. What's different about this? Because as far as I'm concerned, having stuff on a secret server that no one knew about that you put specifically to conceal that information, that's more concerning. And like I said, we know it's what they call spilled, which is the term they use when classified information gets outside of it, of its legitimate space because we know it ended up on Anthony Weiner's laptop. So we know we had a spill of classified information. And no one cared. And now suddenly it's the biggest deal in the world. And I'm going, okay, tell me why. But people like George Stephanopoulos and others keep saying on their shows, no, this is totally different. And no one will tell you why. And I think that's funny. One more quick thing, Sid, that I don't mean to go off on a tangent, but I was talking about this on the show yesterday. I think your viewers, yep. this just shows you how complicit the media is. For, for a year, Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi both said that Biden couldn't get rid of student loan uh, by executive order because he didn't have the authority. Then he just did it. He got rid of $10,000, $20,000 for Pell Grants, and not one person in the media asked the question, what changed? How did that change? Not one. They asked about why, you know, they talked about different critiques, et cetera. But what, why when Biden himself said, I don't have the authority to do this, Speaker Pelosi said he doesn't have the authority to do this. Then he goes and does it. Not one member of that media said, what changed? That tells you the world we live in today when these guys can literally do whatever they want, no matter what, and nothing happens. Oh, that is a great I mean, point. 
That's a great point, Sean. And you're right. I did not hear anybody bring that up. And by the way, now you must be kicking yourself in the ass. You didn't go to Harvard instead of, like, the Naval War College because you could have gone for free. <laughs> well, exactly. I mean, yeah, I know. I'm at, the government still paid for it. I just went to the okay. War College. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You're right. You're but, right. But here, can I say this? You know, and it, it, it is funny. I, I, I brought this up on my podcast yesterday. Think about all of these people. In fact, I had Ronnie Jackson on my, on my podcast a couple of weeks ago. We were talking about him getting in the military. And he said, hey, he specifically went into the military to help pay for college. He ended up loving it and made a career out of it. But that's never what he thought. And I hope many people do that. I hope they, they, they go in for one reason and learn to love how great our military is and stay in. But the reality is, is that we've often, always offered this proposition that if you go serve the country, we'll help you pay for college. Now the proposition is go rack up debt and we'll take care of it. Wow. Why would you join the military now? Mm. Why would you do that knowing that you're probably just going to have it wiped out? Wow. This is the wrong message. That's another great point. Damn, Sean Spicer, you are good. This is why, folks, you must watch Sean 5 p.m. every weeknight on Newsmax. Him and Lindsay, I mean, those last, those were two great points uh, during this uh, great conversation. Thank you, as always, for coming on and spreading the wisdom. We'll watch you later on tonight. And I hope to see you again very, very soon, Sean. Great job today. Thank you. See you, my friend, and congrats on the book. We'll talk soon on that on, that, on the show. I appreciate that. Thank you. Sean Spicer, hey, kick ass. Five o'clock, weekdays, Newsmax. I can see Spicer at like some fraternity party, right? Doing the worm to some Blue Oyster Cult. Hit the floor, Spice, and drink that shot, damn it.